Hello, and welcome to the reInvent podcast. I'm your host and reinvention coach, Sari Kimball, and I'm so glad you're here with me today. Today, we are talking about doing a pre-mortem on your life, on the situations that you react to that create frankly, suffering and negativity and more of the negative spectrum of emotions. And I love this tool that I'm going to share with you and how to use it as a way to prevent them in many cases. And this really relates to reinvention because I was a person who was frankly overreacting a lot. I would be very angry at situations. I would be angry with people, resentment, frustration. And usually, let's be honest, I was usually angry at myself and then I was taking it out on other people. And I just didn't want to go through life experiencing that much suffering, that much reaction. And it it feels like a victim, right? Like, I didn't have any power over it. But doing a pre-mortem for situations that are coming up, the things that you find yourself worrying about is such a useful tool to start reinventing yourself as a person who is resourceful and who has planned ahead and who is not reacting so negatively when people inevitably do what people do right? Or outside circumstances are what they are. I wanted to have more experiences without the buts. Like, yeah, it was a really great trip, but (laughs) it was a really great experience, but right? Where you throw in those little things and it could be, but my feet hurt, but we forgot this, but so-and-so did the thing that they always do that really annoys me, or that I ended up hangry. (laughs) That's a big one, right? Not doing the work ahead of time, like thinking, no, I'm not going to get hungry. Oh, I'm not going to get sunburned. And then you don't bring the food and you don't bring the sunscreen. I'm sure that's probably happened to you. So doing a pre-mortem is the opposite, shall we say, of a postmortem. So postmortem, you would look at the situation after the fact and be like, oh, here's where it went wrong. (laughs) And obviously, we usually have to have those experiences first. And then we're able to put that into a premortem where we can say ahead of time, you know, this thing might happen. How can I prepare for that ahead of time? How can I get in front of that? Now, we don't do this automatically. This is something you have to really work at and even remind yourself to do, like start coming up with cues of like, I've been thinking about this situation or this person or this thing that could happen. It's been rolling around in my brain because what usually happens is we just keep it in our brain and we fret about it and we worry about it and we're just like, it's just really bothering us and it takes up a lot of mental energy. And so hopefully you can catch it because it's kind of in the background. You may not even really realize it's happening, but hopefully we can catch it and be like, oh, 
I need to do a pre-mortem on this. And I'll be honest, this is where having a coach or having people who could help you with this in your life who uh, get this kind of work can be really helpful because I'm going to share an experience where I needed a coach. I couldn't even see it for myself, but having somebody that can help me get outside of the problem and realize like, oh, I want to end the suffering that's going on in my brain ahead of time and create a plan. So I want to share with you a couple of recent experiences. It's funny. It's like when I think about talking about something and then it just (laughs) like, oh, there it is. There it is again. There it is. Interesting. So I have a couple of examples that did work out. And then I have one where it did not work out, where I did not do the pre-mortem. And my experience wasn't as good as it could have been had I thought through it. So the first example is I was actually recently coaching somebody um, who was trying to decide whether to invite someone to a get together. And it was definitely rolling around in his brain of like, this could happen and then they're going to do this. But if I don't invite them, it's going to be this, right? So going back and forth, taking up a ton of mental energy. So fortunately, uh, I was there and able to coach him. And what we did was evaluate the worst case scenarios for either option, because he hadn't actually made a decision yet. So we said, okay, what if you don't invite this person? What's that worst case situation? And if you do invite them and then inevitably they're going to show up and do the thing that you don't want them to do and be you know, the thing that annoys you. And then what's the worst case scenario for that? And just as a side note, as I was writing this out and we were talking, I said, I just want you to notice that actually both worst case scenarios are feeling an emotion, which is kind of wild to think about, right? In one case, if you don't invite the person, you're going to probably feel guilt and maybe, you know, they might be upset. And so you're going to have to deal with your feelings around them being upset and the guilt that you might have. And in the other example, the other way is that they do the thing and then you're going to feel frustrated and, you know, resentful, for instance. And it's just so incredible to think about, I mean, the worst case scenario is that you feel an emotion, and through with coaching, we can feel any emotion. We can process that. And what I want to help people do is not be so afraid of their emotions. But, you know, even if we play those two worst case scenarios out, it's like, okay, well, which emotion do you want to choose? <laughs> if you have to process one of them, which one is it? So then made a decision And then we came up with a plan for how to actually handle the situation, right? Let's just assume that they're going to do the thing that we don't like. And how are we going to handle it? What are some strategies we can put into place? And I offered the zoo example, uh, which I find very helpful. I think this will be helpful for you as well. When you're going into a situation with other humans, where humans do the things that they do, especially families, right? When you, <laughs> it's really helpful for families, but also even in work situations 
where you just know that coworker is going to say that thing at the meeting and you're going to be upset or pissed off or whatever, right? So if you can look at these situations more like you're walking into a zoo, right? You, it's like all the animals in the zoo and you're just like, oh yeah, Aunt Sally, that's what she does, right? It's like I'm observing a giraffe and that's just what a giraffe does. That's just what she does. And oh, <laughs> my cousin Frank over here does this. And oh, it's like observing a monkey, right? That's just what they do. And if you can kind of step back and just be the observer of like all the animals in the zoo doing their things, it's, you know, we create all of our suffering when we think that they shouldn't be doing the thing that they do, right? Like we, we're upset that the monkey's doing a thing that the monkey does. And so that can be a really useful strategy, especially those kind of human situations where you're just going to have a lot of humans in one space doing all the things that they do. And, <laughs> and so that's one really good strategy, but also just assuming that they're going to do it. And then, and then what? How do you want to handle it? What are some strategies that you could do to either not let it bother you or to, you know, redirect the conversation or deflect it? Or even we were talking about like, could you, you know, put this person next to this person, create some buffer? <laughs> like there are strategies that you can come up with in that situation. And so, uh, so we coached through that, which was great. And now he was prepared and he I think felt a lot better about the situation. He made a decision and now he knew what he was going to do about it. And that put so much of the mental chatter and resources and energy to rest, right? And now you can go focus on other things. And then literally not, but the next day <laughs> after coaching somebody else, I'm in the middle of my own drama. I'm heading out of town to go to uh, Tucson for a friend's uh, birthday weekend. And I'm on the train to the airport and I just, I can feel this weight of dread and anxiety. And there's emotion starting to come up. As I'm thinking about, I have a, I had launched a program and I had expectations of it filling up really quickly and all these people saying, yes, I want to sign up. I'll totally get this program from you. And it was not happening. And I was leaving for the airport with two people signed up and I wanted to have a minimum of four. I definitely had larger goals for that, but we were starting the next week and I could tell I was having some some emotions coming up. I could even feel a little bit of like, you know, my throat kind of getting tight. Um, <laughs> and those like cry feelings starting to come up, just disappointment and frustration. And then like, what do I do? Right. And I was spinning out about like, I don't want to have to cancel it. And am I going to have to refund money? Um, and so I reached out to a, one of my best friends who's also a coach and said, I need coaching. <laughs> and fortunately, she said, great, I can talk in, you know, 45 minutes. And I was like, perfect, I'll be through security. So she calls and yes, I totally had a breakdown in the airport <laughs> moment. Um, 
process my feelings that, that were going on and just to say it out loud, right? I hadn't really said it out loud yet. And what, after I kind of processed some of those, those feelings, I realized as we were coaching, like, I just needed to create a plan. I had not done a pre-mortem on, well, what if I don't have four? What am I going to do then? And so I got on the airplane and I wrote out my plan. You know, if there aren't four by this time, when I get back on the airplane on Sunday to head home, here's how I'm going to um, here's what I'm going to do, right? Here's my plan, my pre-mortem of worst case scenario. There's still only two or there's three people registered. What then? And so I wrote it down, which felt concrete. It got it out of my brain and spinning around. And it, I was un, I was able to untangle the emotion of, you know, the guilt or the disappointment, and I'm going to look like a loser to these people if I have to refund their money and, and not go, right? And my coach friend really helped me see like, you know, in college, sometimes classes just don't make, right? It's just not the right timing. And I had done everything that I could think to do. And so it helped to separate the emotion out. And then I just created a plan. And I was really able to put that on paper, get it out of my brain, and then release it. And I really did. I turned, you know, by the time I got off the plane, I I did not check my email. I wasn't checking social media. Like everything was off. And I was really able to be present because I had done that pre-mortem. Had I not done that all weekend, I would have been spinning out and thinking about it and fretting and worrying and anxiety, right? Um, and I think in both cases, of these both examples is that ultimately we created the plan and then we were prepared for it. And in both cases, we didn't actually need the plan, but we were there, we had it. And so it didn't actually come to pass. People signed up last minute as they always do. And, and that person wasn't as, you know, didn't really do the thing. At least it's just that like I was prepared for it. And so it's not as bad. And so even if I did have to go back and do the plan, well, at least I had a plan. And then, then I didn't have to do it, which is awesome, right? But it allowed me to actually be present for the weekend. And then there's the time when I fail to do the pre-mortem. And sometimes it's just because I hadn't even thought of this, right? It just wasn't even something in my purview. I didn't even, I wasn't even really worried about it. I just hadn't thought about it. But had uh, I sat down with my friend and done a pre-mortem on like, hey, what's the worst case scenario for this situation? Then I would have been more prepared and better able to handle it and not have reacted uh, in a way that, you know, I maybe wasn't as proud of. It wasn't terrible, but it's not like we there are definitely things that could have been avoided. So we were going to this dance night, 80s night, which is super fun. Um, but I'm not a late person. And this was already staying out really late. We had done this big hike earlier. And we had done a pre-mortem on like, what if it's lame? Like, hey, we can leave anytime. <laughs> but we did not do the pre-mortem on what if it keeps going and you're having so much fun, but I want to go home. I'm done. 
And I had it in my mind that this thing would go until midnight, right? Which is very late for me. <laughs> but I was like, I can do it. I can totally, you know, it's 80s music. I was having fun. But once it was midnight, I was like, I'm ready to go. Well, the DJ just kept going. It did not end at midnight like they put on their website and social media. It was keep it kept going and everybody was still having fun and I just was done. So unfortunately, we had not made a plan. And so there was some awkwardness. There was some, you know, like, uh, like the frustration and problem solving that we had to do in the moment uh, to figure it out. Now, ultimately, um, you know, I love my friend and she and I were able to come up with a plan that got what she wanted and got me home. And it just took a lot more brain power in the moment and kind of like, it was kind of like putting, you know, screeching the record when you're having fun. And then it was like, like coming to a screeching halt. And then we had to go deal with it. And, you know, there was just a lot of more hassle and thinking. And it would have been nice had I thought about doing that pre-mortem where we just had a plan and then we just executed the plan and it was no big deal, right? So it's just funny that, you know, there was an example of me doing it, doing the, the plan, getting it all set, and then when I didn't do it and how those turned out. Um, and now I can file that in my memory bank for future <laughs> future events that go late. Like, how will I get myself home? And I want you to know that doing a pre-mortem won't make you a pessimist. It won't turn you into a negative Nelly. You can do it in a way that is very empowering, that is very positive, and just really taking a look and saying, what's the worst case scenario? Let me just take a minute. This is what a lot of people do in business, but we don't always do it in our in our lives, like situations that are happening, right? And And so it doesn't need to turn you into somebody who's negative and always thinking about worst case scenario. It's a very like in a container of saying, let's just take a minute and evaluate this and then make a plan out of empowerment. And we're not going to be at the victim and the mercy of this situation. And it requires, it's going to require less energy in the moment to be positive and to be an optimist in the face of things going wrong, because we already have dealt with, we've already thought through the things going wrong. I hope you will try this. Get with somebody who could maybe help you to get outside of the problem. Sometimes we're just so in it. But if you notice yourself kind of spinning around on the same thing over and over and over again, you're thinking about that camping trip this summer and, you know, Uncle Bob is going to be there and these things always happen. Like, okay, what are you going to do and how can we plan ahead for that? So start doing it in your personal life. And if you find that there's a certain situation that just keeps coming up and you would like support with that, I am available. I am here as your reinvention coach. You can just go to reinventcoach.co and then fill out the form at the bottom of the website and we'll schedule a powerful coaching call and we can go and look at this and really do that pre-mortem together especially on those things that just keep reoccurring and you're like, I just don't want this to be the same issue in my life over and over again. I would love to help you with that. Until next time, have an amazing week.